It's the Meg, John, and Justin book launch. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so um, usually we can't get it on the first take. So that's right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So uh, MJ, so you asked. I let's talk about the first conversations that we had around us working together. Yes. Uh, so uh, you came to me and said, Justin, do you want to write a sex advice book with me? I think you say that I did it in quite a non-consensual way because I'd already told Ed that we were writing a book together. My memory of this is that, uh, that uh, I said yes, I'd love to, obviously. And you said good because I've already told Ed that you're going to do it. So. <laughs> and Ed said, hadn't you better ask Justin first? And you said yes. Yeah, so. He said sonnet with the consent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But then the first, so we first of all got together in the we write we always write together. Yeah. Uh, People have been asking about our process even this very evening. Really? Yes, they have been asking about our writing process. Well, this is meta, isn't it? Because yeah. now we're going to talk about talking about the process. <laughs> yeah. Which is important. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we write in uh, like we first met up in the Barbican Food Hall and yeah. we were sitting in a booth, which is the best place to sit. And we had a notepad and we said, okay, so let's start by just writing down some ideas about what this book's going to be about. Yeah, like a mind map. We each had like a pencil in my notebook and we oh, both really wrote Really nice pencils. Your your pencils. Oh, what yeah. kind are those? They're black we? wings. Yeah, just in case anyone wanted to. Palomino <laughs> black wings. Yeah. Not sponsoring this podcast. No, but um, if they wanted to. If they wanted to send me would, a load of black wings. That would be fine. We've oh, mentioned them yeah. quite often. Absolutely. Yeah. Black wings. <laughs> the pencil of choice for eminent sexologists. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and we both wrote down one word and what word was that, MJ? It was consent. It was consent, wasn't yeah. it? Which makes us sound really worthy yeah. and <laughs> earnest yeah. awful yeah. but actually like, I think then we wrote fucking yeah no we didn't yeah. actually. No. <laughs> um, but I think that's the I guess that's like the overarching thing isn't it that we wanted to do is to mm-hmm. not, we're not making consent sexy we're talking about consent in the in, in the way that actually it is sex yeah and mm-hmm. that it and it is sexy to be able to communicate what it is that you want and yeah. to be able to tune into yourself and somebody well, else because then it's about like tuning into what really turns you on and makes you horny and mm. actually being okay with that in yourself which mm. is self-consent and actually being able to communicate it with other people finding folks that you might like to do those things with mm. which is about as sexy as it gets other than rather than having you know various positions you know because you think you should because <laughs> you've read in sex advice that that's, that's what good sex looks like that's like our unique uh, selling point as well isn't it for the book no We've no sexual positions no sexual positions yeah. but but some people are disappointed about that my auntie hilda who's yeah. 87 yeah um, <laughs> i said she picked it up and i said don't worry Auntie Hilda, there aren't any sexy pictures in there and she said oh i won't bother reading it then yeah it's like so, boom dropped yeah. the mic left the room like, yeah so um, no we can't offer that and do you want to like say a bit about where the work you were doing before we started writing together and yeah so where it came from it came from a book that um i'm writing with uh professor rosalind gill and uh dr laura harvey and we decided to analyze sex advice um and basically they were writing this already writing this book and they said do you want to come on board and i had le- i had nothing on this so i decided like i'm gonna analyze all of these sex advice books so then i got 62 sex advice books off amazon <laughs> and i had a really miserable month yeah i remember i remember when you were doing that i've seen yeah. some of 
of those books. They yeah. Awful. It makes you really angry and a little bit horny and then quite angry that you got a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that counts. There are many, many reasons why people get horny. Yeah. It's fine. You have to hold on to them. Sit, sit with all of those gently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I tried to sit with it gently, but I got pretty, <laughs> pretty pissed off. Um, and yeah, there's not a lot that's good out there. There's some good books out there for like specific audiences, yeah. like kink books or books mm. for like specific. Kind yeah, of Cora disabled, Silverberg's yeah, guys disabled to, yeah. sexuality, but like there's very few that cover everyone that are mm. okay. So that's where we were like, wouldn't it be great to do something on the back of that yeah. and actually do, you know, and sort of like put our money where our mouth is when mm. we're criticizing this kind of thing. I feel like we should be able to do something better. Well, that's the thing, yeah. isn't it? I mean, we're in, we were involved in a little kind of Facebook group with other people who work in yes. sex, other eminent sexologists. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we got called that. We don't call ourselves that. Well, we call ourselves that ironically. Who called us that? Um, Alexandra Karpovitz oh, in that hey. thing we're described in that event we did as eminent sexologist I will take that yeah I will take that <laughs> I'm sick of describing myself as a sex and relationships educator to people yeah. it doesn't really people don't know what it is so yeah yeah we're proper eminent eminent yeah, yeah well mm. eminent yeah <laughs> um, but I guess we're sex critical sexologists aren't we so yeah. we're kind of like um so we're part of this Facebook group, which basically every week we've moan about uh, Mariella Frostrup's column on um, a Sunday. Pamela Stevenson. Pamela Stevenson on a Monday. On a it was like yeah. a double header, wasn't it? Yeah. Sunday, and, Monday. And all we do would be get really angry and upset, like yeah. every week, twice. Yeah. And like, <laughs> no one would do anything. <laughs> and we got yeah. to the point where we were like, this is really miserable for us because, like, it's all very well, like hijacking other people's advice and saying you know you should have done this you should have done that and yeah. actually it's just better to create your own media yeah so that thing. was our thinking so yeah um yeah we're putting our money where our mouth is and we're hoping that we're going to get an advice column i guess that yeah good, that it? would be awesome we yeah. haven't even talked about that no but we should that would be good really good yeah i think like vice vice advice vice advice why aren't we doing this <laughs> <laughs> so that also we want a radio show right because yeah. think large oh yeah yeah radio yeah. show yeah on like resonance fm or some somewhere really yeah. cool so if anyone's got any connections yeah yeah <laughs> um hmm. do we need to say anything else about the book like uh feedback's been good so far hasn't it yeah do people say when they don't like it though like that's what still <laughs> i'm not sure do they do they tell you when they don't like it there hasn't been much of that. No, <laughs> but anyway, the people who like it definitely like it. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so, anyone got any questions or anything you'd like to ask? Yay. Okay. Um, what's the project? Oh, I see now. Yay. Great. Um, I, so, I set up a project that was working with young people bringing together like students of university up to like, um, to like early 20s with teenagers. Do it. And like one of the key things that kept being mentioned was like sex and relationships. We need to talk about consent. And then we started looking at fish and being like, whoa, there's so much stuff out there. Um, I was just interested in what you think at the moment is like the contemporary national state, because I know that the Tories just squashed like compulsory sex ed again. Um, mm -hmm. what, what do you think is like the best approach to be doing now? How can we strengthen that movement? Because mm. it just, when, I, when I've started digging, I'm like, whoa, there's so much out there, but then it's not institutionalized at all. I mean, that's something that me and MJ have also worked on. Um, there's a project we've worked on called dosreforschools.com which is uh, sponsored by Jurex like a collaboration of lots of sex and relationships education charities and um, people like Brooke and FPA National Age Trust and stuff and we're trying to get schools to do more better SRE and it's kind of a little bit like our book really it's all about how we feel about ourselves how we relate to the expectations placed on us it's all about self-care consent relationships very little about 
safer sex and young people are sick of the very simplistic messages around just use a condom and it's okay to be gay and mm. say no to yeah. things you don't want it's like young people are kind of sick of it but it's a complex thing around you know teachers have had pretty bad sex education themselves when they're growing up and if you think about who taught them about sex think about how bad their sex, sex education mm. was and that's where we are with our book really is that we want to start with the reader because often yeah. the, the things that we struggle around when it comes to sex is the stuff that we were taught and the messages that we receive and so that's where we kind of want to start. Yeah, and that's what makes it also different from so much else because I guess a lot of people writing these kind of books, they must be told by somebody that they have to say like they're, they've got this amazing sex life themselves. And like, again, when the independent asked us the question about like, yeah. you know, how clueless can people be about sex? And we're kind of like, well, you can't really d divide people into clued up and clueless because mm. actually we're all kind of clueless because we're all dealing with these messages, yeah. which are really difficult, even no matter how much you've kind of unpacked them, mm. you, they still come back in because, you know, they're really omnipresent. Mm. So I think, yeah, helping helping kids to look at those and, and, and kids really like that as well, kind of looking at magazines and what other messages and mm. then thinking how shit they are and you know coming up with their own kind of zines or I, th I think that kind of work would be really yeah. creative kind of work but this mm. book our book is is for adults yeah it? absolutely like but Bish is really great for, for young people but how you get that out I mean I guess that's partly why you do why you do Bish mm. isn't it is because it is quite hard to get in schools and at least then kids have got something online yeah. they can find with some good advice in until we can have a proper yeah. sex and relationship education curriculum I mean when I go into schools I'm there for like half hour 40 minutes and you know I get to do I basically get paid uh, but then if I can say, you know, if you head to Bish, I've got this on this and this yeah. on this and then link to other resources as well. Then that's the great thing about online, which we didn't have, yeah. you know, until pretty recently. So mm -hmm. online is potentially a really amazing resource as long as the online stuff's really good, like good. Yeah. You know, some of the online stuff can be quite problematic. But it can move, it can move faster, can't it? Yeah. I think than other than amazing publishers like Icon who are up for putting this stuff out there. It's like, it is quite mm. hard to get, you know, I've worked with publishers before who've been like, we only want the same thing because we know it sells, you know, we know like 68, 69 positions sell, you know, we know like, <laughs> uh, you know, relationship yeah. Mars and Venus sells, you know, we don't want something that says something different. Yeah. Know? And our book's very much not, I mean, it's the antithesis of those books which are around, are around learn this particular technique to drive your partner wild. Yeah. Like, uh, let's unpack all the problematic stuff in that. Yeah. The idea that all bodies are the same, that one thing will work for everybody, and that it's one person doing a thing to, to another, another person, yeah. Rather than with another person mm -hmm. and trying to find out what they're both like. It's like, it's really pretty basic when you examine it, but it's like, it's kind of never really critiqued apart from with our book, I guess. I think, I think yeah no I think it's because it's such a struggle to put something out there different and also it's such a struggle to think about these messages in that way because they are mm. so all around us yeah. yeah any other questions yeah so um hashtag consent right so about a year ago there was a very popular metaphor making the rounds online oh please don't <laughs> Oh, no, it's going to go this. there, it's going to uh, go there. Which I happen to know that the authors uh, object. Oh, to God. Say. Content warning. <laughs> Content was, warning. Uh, but it was so popular yeah. that yeah. I think maybe the listeners would be 
I think I wrote like a 3,000 word blog about what's wrong with the tea metaphor. So anyone who doesn't know is worth yeah. explaining what this is. So yeah. the tea and consent video is a very popular viral video which did the rounds around why it is that if somebody has passed out you shouldn't make them drink tea and yeah so it says, uses tea as the metaphor for yeah. sex and it's saying well you wouldn't give some you wouldn't make someone drink a cup of tea if they're passed out if you offer someone a cup of tea and they say no you wouldn't make them one anyway and it's kind of like yeah. using that that kind of metaphor yeah yeah and it's basically based on this idea of like yes means yes and no means no and that that's all you need to know yeah and um really there are so many problems with it i don't know where to start but for me it was like it was kind of situating it was kind of saying there are some like some people out there who don't get this so we're doing this really patronizing video that basically equates Mm. tea with sex yeah so you know if you if you don't get this you're really stupid and it's only like stupid people who don't really get consent and actually we all do things that are non-consensual with other people all the time on an everyday basis not just about yeah. obviously not just about sex yeah um and so and also it doesn't include anything to do with ongoing negotiation so what the tea video missed out was um how if i've made a cup of tea for nj yeah oh uh, you don't drink tea no so, so if i like, made you a coffee fuck off with that cup of tea right? <laughs> but if you made me a coffee if i made yeah. you a coffee and it you your your face was like yeah and or you weren't really drinking it very quickly or you left it i would think mj isn't really enjoying this coffee so i'd want to be like can I get you something else or yeah. how are you feeling about the coffee or you know paying yeah. attention to what's going on yeah and that's the tea video doesn't have any of it's that. all kind of like this one moment of do you yeah. want a tea or do you not want a tea exactly yeah. which sex isn't about no and also it completely ignores anything to do with power well, right? yeah it's not like thinking if somebody you know if the queen is giving you tea or I know. say in my blog Nigella Lawson right or Nigella Lawson yeah. giving you a cup of tea which happens oh. yeah and how hard I'm, it is how hard is it to say no to Nigella right? when she's giving you I'm a gonna cup I'm going to be drinking that tea yeah like I, even if it, even if she put the milk in even if it was made with a bag eh? a <laughs> right. and if they put the milk in with the bag yeah. if she put the milk in with the bag and then poured the hot water <laughs> and then the whole and then took the bag out after like 30 seconds and yeah. then a giant mug yeah. I'm drinking all of that tea, yeah. right? Because I don't want to offend Nigella, right? Yeah. yeah. And if she was really cool about that, she would understand the power dynamics going yeah. on and ask me how I might like my tea. And you know, it's like, yeah. And that's actually mm. most one of the most important bits about consent, right? Yeah. That and also, then it's this whole like one person giving another person tea, which again equates to like one person giving another person sex, but that isn't how sex exactly. always works, you know? No. Yeah. So it'd be like it'd be more accurate for them to be like both making tea and drinking it together i guess yeah yeah don't know anyway so, anyway we like handshakes better yeah. so that's why we did that we have we have <laughs> we've so gone there we've already, already we've it's already amazing it yeah we with made the very talented julia shield the yeah. illustrator for uh the queer, queer or graphic history um and damn fine media uh, kindly sponsored by Open University. Yeah. Uh, ma- paid for by Open University. We've made a video around consent, which is like a four minute video about how we compare different models of handshakes to how we might um, yeah. understand. So, can, 
sex and consent. Yeah, so instead of the tea metaphor, we've used the handshake metaphor, which is a bit more ha something happening between two people, and also it is kind of ongoing, and there's the sense that there's this cultural script of how you greet somebody, and often people do that, you know, even if your hand's hurt, and you might still go in for this handshake. So it's kind of got the elements that we think are really key. Mm. Um, and it's really fun, because the Open University got me to do it for, and, I'm, and I kind of use it in one of the modules we've produced, and I actually use the tea video and the handshake one, and say, <laughs> and get the students to think like, you know which of the metaphors are good for what things mm. and you know what what does each video kind of help with but also what are its kind of limitations so yeah, yeah. is this open source and yep. have you got other resources it's on our website um the John and Justin dot com. Dot com. and there's also a video about being present and kind of that idea of being present rather than being goal focused and trying to get an orgasm type stuff and mm -hmm. um, we're hoping to do a number more animations if we can get some money for those but the other thing we're doing a lot of at the moment is zines so um, I've done quite a few zines before and I'm really into that medium and so what we're doing is sort of like um, like self-guide zines so like one of them is uh, write your own relationship user guide this is how like how you like to do relationships and then we've also done write your own sex manual which is like how you like to have sex and like you can fill it in and uh, kind of like a workbook <laughs> yeah. isn't it yeah like yeah, a yeah. little workbook and we're going to do a self-care one you get, you, so you print it out you get one of your palomino blackwing pencils yes <laughs> and, uh, and uh, fill it out fill it out yeah it's got all little boxes and That's things for different yeah yeah that's Palomino Blackwing <laughs> person. Um, yeah, so and we found that really, really useful approach because it's it's like it really it, it it's kind of like the perfect complement to the book because it kind of it's a way of like opening up what we mean by sex and relationships, right? And yeah. Being really intentional about the kinds of sex and relationships that people may or may not be up for. Exactly. Yeah. So it's got every different kind of relationship structure, and you know, and the mm. same with you know it's got real kind of sexual diversity of identities and practices in the zine and it's just and then if somebody's filled out the zine it could be a useful thing yeah either to actually sh do you know a partner and you do it and show each other and sort of have a chat about where are the overlaps and where are the differences um or um you know just keep it to yourself mm -hmm. and then use it as maybe a basis for some conversations but yeah. it really it just really helps you tune into yourself i think i mean we started doing them because we've been doing them ourselves and finding it so mm -hmm. helpful because you know it sounds like such an obvious question like how do i want to do relationships or how do i want to do sex and actually it's a really hard question and you know worth, worth some time reflecting on yeah. and changes over time so you could keep coming back to the zine and it might come out a bit different every time yeah yes wrap up thank you <laughs> Nice. Yay. Okay. Well